0: Good morning,
1: Lincoln. Good morning, Miss Colgate. Smiley, smiley, smiley.
0: How
1: are you today? (laughs) I'm doing fantastic. How are you, young lady? I'm good, thank you. That is wonderful, wonderful, (laughs) wonderful, (laughs) wonderful. Wow. Yeah. I see you have that Colgate thingy going. Colgate, how are you listening? You need to take a look at this Colgate. Just like you. Because it's like, like (laughs) okay, we double colgate in today, okay? All right, okay, double colgate Yes. Okay, I, I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> All right, you got to see it. Uh, you got to check these started. videos on YouTube so you can see this beautiful, oh my beautiful, these, with that pretty smile. Why pretty smile, you see.
0: <laughs> Lincoln, you're special. You're special. Happy Indeed Monday. Am, Happy Monday, beautiful people. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Lemonade Lounge, the world's number one podcast. Where you get your mind, your body, and your money juices flowing? I'm your host Nicola,
1: and I'm your host Lincoln. (laughs) And And together, together we would love to squeeze your lemons. Okay, let me give you the lawn, the lawn, um, uh, thing now. That's lemon squeezing right there. You know the 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 sprinkler. (laughs) That's the sprinkler squeeze. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I'm so yeah. happy you're happy, Lincoln. Lincoln, oh, what are so your nice. intentions for today's podcast? My intentions? Darn, darn, darn it, Lincoln. I never thought about it. I read it, but I never thought about it.
0: You okay. read your intentions, but you didn't think I about read, it? Uh, but yours. I didn't think
1: about it. That's, it. All, that's all you have to do one. is
0: recall what you read.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's simple, right? Um, what are my intentions? Um, you know, my intentions today is to uplift one person that I come in contact with, that's it. Uh, and I'm glad smiling. I'm making you smile. It's starting you know
0: thinking Because I'm thinking you're gonna uplift one person you come into contact with. I'm like, you're not leaving your house, but then I realized you mean your clients because you'll be talking to them
1: through Zoom. Yeah, but also during the podcast, right? You know, if someone, you know, if I can affect someone's um, spirit or attitude or, or say something that they goes, aha, yeah, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a moment of upliftment. Oh, is that a word, upliftment? Yes, it is. I just, if it's not, then I just made it up, so deal with it.
0: <laughs> Lincoln, by talking to you, I don't know what words are real and which ones aren't anymore.
1: I'm well, so that's so a good easy. well well words everybody's making up their words these days so it's pretty cool that's yeah, right so we got and google the, and
0: before you know it it will be in the dictionary
1: amen to that so yeah. we need to put this one in the ditch oh my gosh so how about you madam what what are your <laughs> intentions for the day um
0: my intention for today's class podcast is um to learn This is your topic. So now I'm open to learning from you today. So my intention is for myself to learn and for my audience to learn something that you're going to teach us or preach to us about
1: today. Oh, I'm not going to preach. This is a a (laughs) co-constructing podcast. You know what that means, girl? That means we're both going to co-construct the podcast around a topic. Yes. And not only that, the, 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 our customers are going to, not customers, but our listeners are going to help us to co-construct it with their comments. So yes. next time we make it better. Uh, <laughs> you hear that? Uh-huh. So Co-constructing. Yes. Yes. Um, I have another
0: question for you
1: today. What yes, are Marta. you thankful for? What am I thankful for? You know what? I thought about that question because I read this thing last night and I was thinking about what I'm like, thankful for. You know what I'm really thankful for? The last mm-hmm. two days, um, I, I never thought, I thought this, this was never going to happen again. And, but the last two days really reaffirms this for me. I spoke with my youngest daughter for two and a half hours um, the, the night before last night and for last night, two hours. And we weren't even talking about anything. We're just yapping. That's right? beautiful. And, and I didn't call her, she called me. Yes. <laughs> and so, you know, at the age of, of 21, it's going to be 22 in a minute here. Um, I thought, well, you know, there we're all grown, no more daddy, you know. And it's so amazing that she's having fun talking to me that we could talk all kinds of nonsense and laugh.
0: I like and that. That's beautiful.
1: And it lasted for two and a half hours one time, and two hours back to back. I'm like, "Who's this kid? Where did she come from?" You know. <laughs> so, it's it 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 really is that um, um, I'm really thankful for that that we have this kind of relationship, and now this relationship just got it's strengthening every day. Right. So I'm thankful for that because I thought. At that age, this would never happen again. When she was younger, it used to be like a regular thing. Um, But in a couple in a couple of years, this hasn't happened. It was just, "Hey, Dad, how you doing? Life is beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me call my friends. Bam, boom, gone." They do (laughs) go through those stages. They go through those. Yeah, and she's a uni uni student, right? So it's um, it's not like she have don't have any friends that she could call, other than me. (laughs) You know, she have but. But she had this comfort and this trust with me that we can. She could call me. She could talk about anything. We could yap. We could laugh. We could talk all kind of crazy stuff. And um, and the second part of that that I'm thankful for that I must add to this is that she. I'm so happy that she finally not found but accept personal development in her life. She started with law of attraction. I sent her as a man thinketh and the power of intentions. And she's doing a leadership she called me a few days ago that she got to do a leadership um a thing on leadership in in her class and um in one of her class and uh, and she said to me she said dad i'm gonna do it on as a man thinketh
0: and i'm oh, like it, oh that did is you nice. send her
1: our podcast lincoln no i didn't but i sent her the book so i'm gonna send her the podcast
0: oh my goodness i can't believe that that's yeah. amazing
1: yeah, so can you send me the link to the to the podcast so I could send it to her, please?
0: No, you should have it.
1: Please. I know, but you can, can you please, pretty please, with some ice cream oh, and cheese? Goodness. I Put some cheese on top of the that ice cream. That is amazing. But it I'm is so, really so is happy. amazing, and I'm so happy that she's on this path right now because she said she said, "Man, I feel so much better, and I'm starting to recognize all these." negativity that around me and I don't Mm -hmm. want to be around them. You know, I just, just excuse myself from those stuff. And so I'm so excited about her, right? You know, Mm -hmm. she's so selective in her friends and who she has and her associations. That is really a beautiful thing to just watch her blossom and start on this path. I was around her age when I started on this path, Mm -hmm. right? So I've been on this, this path for quite some time. So I, so I really love it because we can talk about it. I just listen. She's so excited, you know. I just list it, sit there and listen, and she just keeps telling me about it. I and mean, she's just so excited about the whole thing. So it's it's uh, yeah. I'm really really thankful for those things. I can't have enough blessings and thankful for that stuff. Gratitude. Yeah. And you, Nicola, I could talk about it all all day, so I better stop. I know that. I know <laughs> that. I'm, I'm excited for my kid. Of course. Of course, <laughs> you know?
0: and I'm happy for you for that. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um I just think it's amazing considering that's the book we discussed a few weeks back. Uh-huh. And how important that book is. And I told you before like I bought that book for my children when they graduated from high school and for my nephew. So yeah. yes. I, I really do love that book.
1: I bought it for her immediately after the podcast and sent it to her. And wow. so you gotta read this, you know? And It's a, yeah. it's a beautiful book. It is a it is.
0: Book. So, um, where was I now? So what am I thankful for? I am thankful for uh, the wonderful conversation you had with your daughter yesterday. Oh, nice. Last night. I'm really thankful yes. for that. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm also thankful for our audience. I'm thankful for the information we could share with them. I am thankful for us. Mm-hmm. I am thankful for our content. I am thankful for life. I am thankful for the air we breathe. I am thankful for everything. And I accept it. I approve of, it. I love me. I'm great.. Nice, yes. nice, yeah. So let's get started. So Lincoln, today's yes. lemon is learning. Can you learn too much? What's the purpose of learning? Good question, what is the purpose of learning?
1: Yeah, yeah, let's juice your lemons and make some lemonade. Great, yeah, that's a question I I have for you. What is the purpose of learning?
0: First of all, Lincoln, before Mm. I even answer that, Mm -hmm. um, why did you choose this as today's topic? Well, you know, there is,
1: yeah, the, the, the reason I choose this topic is because you have people, there are these type of people who um, just learn to learn. And I was one of those, right? I would read a book just to say, I read the book. I remember when I, you know, on this, because you're in this circle now, right? Mm-hmm. So everybody's talking about readers. Readers are leaders and readers. They have all these, these fancy terms, right? So I just wanted to join the bandwagon. <laughs> you know and network marketing and I and I would go to every one of them that I'm invited to and all the the workshops I become like a network and marketing whore and a workshop whore and you know if I just to use that word can't you find another word no nah, it's a good word because it really Why was can't you find a word in reference to a man that's a good one for me that's a reference to man mm-hmm. yeah man whore too man whore okay. I was I was a network marketing whore and, and a workshop whore. So, and I want to be at them. I want to be at this seminar. I want to jump online and this 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 masterclass and this that and this. I just want to learn. And then you get, you get inundated with all this information and overwhelmed. And all of this information just get put on a shelf and collect dust and do nothing with it. And you go right back to your old self. So it's like. How is this helping me? Just like what you're saying earlier to, about making things happen, it, you got to have some kind. You got to purposely um, um, go do these things. You have purposely apply these things to them to help you. Just go in and read a book is not enough, right? How can the book help you? What did you learn from it? What are you taking away from it? How can you apply it to yourself, right? And what are you taking away to apply to yourself? So. Um, so I find that just knowing I'm a whole bunch of shit is not good enough. And we continue to learn and we continue to do this and we continue to do it and we don't know the reason why we're doing it, <laughs> okay. right? Yeah. So, so I can, feel-
0: mm-hmm. I got uh, distracted yeah. by, by the word for right? So I have to look it up.
1: That's it's okay. a person
0: who engages in sexual intercourse for pay, a promiscuous or immoral woman a male who engages in sexual acts for money. Let's not use that word. Let's that's. Yeah,
1: they're, they're talking. Yeah, but you can I use it. I know what in they're internet. talking. Yeah, that. but that's. But a, that's you what's what in my Everybody knows, head. but everybody knows what 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 that means. But it's not about. Uh, I'm not talking about you. Sexual acts for money. I'm we talking about that. something else. Exactly. That's what I'm
0: saying. Let's choose a
1: different word. Uh, doesn't matter. That's my word for, for right now. So oh let's keep God. it that way. So anyways, my point is that if, if you're being overwhelmed, if you're inundating yourself with all this content, with this information, and you're not using any part of it, you will just become frustrated. And, and just a person who just know a whole lot of shit and that's it, you just know a whole lot of shit because it's not helping you. You're not using it, you're not applying it, right? And really, um, do you really know? Because um, learning, I believe comes through application. So do you really know? So anyways, that's the reason why I chose it, because okay. I know I've known a lot of people that's in that trap right now, right? And also I was um, uh, I was coaching a CEO, um, and the CEO just got into this thing about. Coaching his leadership, right, and but I was also coaching um, some of their management team. So the management team would complain about the CEO <laughs> newfound thing. As, he just want to use it for every moment he gets, and he's excited, and he thinks it's you know, mm-hmm. and and so he he was learning about it, but wasn't learning how to apply it mm-hmm. yeah so that's another thing about learning and uh so these are some of the reasons why we talk about it because uh, learning and application is two different things you got to learn so how to and apply, apply it. two different things yes two different things yeah
0: so you asked what was your question for me nicola why do you learn what was your question
1: yeah yeah that was a question um, well, i learn? don't remember but it was something like that yeah why do like we learn why do we learn yeah what, what's the purpose of learning What is the purpose of learning?
0: Oh, my goodness. Learning learning anything. Yes. All right. So there's so many reasons for learning. Um, I read a lot of self-help books. Mm -hmm. And that's to help me um, mentally, physically, with my day-to-day life. Okay. So that I can get information that I can apply. Um, For instance, my children go to school and they learn every day so that um, as they get older, they have the knowledge to um, apply in their day-to-day lives and apply for when they go to college or university. Um, And they're able to have day-to-day conversations. They're able to make better decisions based on what they learn. Um, Going to college and university, you go there uh, for more knowledge, um, to help you in your young adult life, to help you find a prospective job. Um, There's so many reasons for learning. It's up to you, right? If I pick up a book to read it, I'm reading it because I wanna learn something new that I can apply. So for instance, yesterday I was outside and I was raking my lawn because we have a lot of grubs (laughs) and we have a lot of, uh, because winter is over, it's springtime now and uh, the flowers are coming up. So I want to make sure I have a really nice lawn this coming summer because of lockdown. I want to spend more time in my backyard. I want to relax. So I'm now reading on what fertilizers to use, when to apply it. I want nice. to learn, right? Good. So Everything I do, I realize most things I'm starting to do now, I'm doing it because I want to learn. Mm-hmm. One of the things I focus on right now is uh, mindset because I constantly want to, um, I want to use my brain more. I want to be able to trick my brain. Um, okay. As I told you before, my memory was going, but now it's coming back. Okay. I'm getting more sleep, <clears throat> excuse me, and everything's working. So I learned about my condition, um, sleep apnea. Uh-huh. I learned about, I researched and learned about what I could do to make life easier, healthier for me. There's so many reasons to learn but I guess it, it comes down to, you learn something, you apply it. You find out what works for you and what doesn't work for you. Mm.
1: Mm. Um, yeah, but do you think you can learn too much?
0: I don't think you can ever learn too much, no. Okay. I do think that, um, like I know people, who, um, they go to school and they never want to leave school. But it's not that they're learning too much. It's just dealing with the real world is hard for them. Mm All right. Um, Difference, having the right social skills, they lack in that department. Mm -hmm. And they're scared of the real world. So really what Mm -hmm. they need to be learning about is how to um, function in the real world
1: but yes uh, do you think, think you can, can learn Okay. do you think you can be effective just learning all kinds of stuff
0: I don't think anybody can be effective by just learning mm. you have to apply what you're learning mm. you have to share what you're learning to be effective mm-hmm. If you're just learning something, you read a book over and over and over and over, like you read a, a book every week and you don't share it with anyone and you don't apply it in life.' be effective
1: Yeah yeah, I noticed that um, you know there are a lot of uh, 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 things like that out there, right you know people will will read a lot of books, but then ju- just reading the book is not enough, right? Because you know, the, they, the way it's preached is, after, is after, you know, for an example, readers are leaders. So it's like, if I go read five books a week, like they're talking a month, that, like they said, right? Because everybody talk about how Bill Gates read 900 million books and, you know, and readers are leaders and readers are successful people and all of these things attached to it, right? So a lot of people jump to reading and start reading all these books. Um, And at the end, it's like, okay, well, I've read all these these books, but I'm still not a good leader, or I'm still not successful. What is happening
0: here? Obviously, they're (laughs) reading the books, but they're not applying what they're learning.
1: It's not just
0: to read, it's to apply. I don't think people are that, um, I don't want to use the word I was going to use, but I think people know better than to read a book and expect an outcome if they're not applying what they learn. It's obvious. You don't have think so. to you have to apply the stuff that you're learning for the book to actually work. So if yeah, you're reading for a the book on leadership, yeah. if you're yeah. reading a book on leadership and it gives you twenty steps or uh, let's break it down, five main steps to follow. If you decide, oh, this is too much, I'm not going to do it, obviously, it will not be effective. Of if course not. If you complete um, three of the steps, you you will see some change. Yeah. But most likely, if you complete all five steps, that's when you'll be extremely effective and you will accomplish your goal. Yeah.
1: Depends on the person, too. Yeah. I've... I've, I've um... You know, I've experienced this in workshops, right? I've read in a book to me similar to workshops. A lot of people will go to <clears> workshops and they would, will go there, they collect all the information and they want to take all the notes in the world. And so they have this pile of notes that they bring back to them and it just gets thrown in, into a drawer and they use none of it, right? And so I look at the book in, in a very similar fashion they will read all these books, or go online and get all the information, but don't take any part of it and then apply in it, so it becomes useless. So my thing is that, can you learn too much? Um, yes, I think that you if, you if you are just learning to learn, um, you can eventually. eventually um go get overloaded and um and uh, overwhelmed with all this thing and get from just like what we have with the internet right now that's why people end up spending hours on end on the internet you go online to look for something and you get distracted and before you know you 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 you're two hours online you know when you're planning and that's spending what people five minutes. Need
0: to learn how to focus people need to learn how to focus right that's that's, that's another people have thing have a niche um yeah they have a field that they focus on so that your mind is not going all over the place. It depends as well. What kind of mindset do you have? Do you have mm-hmm. a growth mindset, right? Or uh-huh. do you have a fixed mindset? What are yeah. your habits? These all, these all come into play. Lincoln, yeah. do you know what kind of learner you are?
1: Um, yeah, I am a visual learner. You have to, you kind of, I need to see the thing. Like if you tell me how to do something right now, you're trying to give me some instructions and something. And you're telling me, oh yeah, this is how you do it. And this. I need you to show me. You show me one time and I get it. You tell me 20 times and I still can't figure the damn thing out, <laughs> you know? So uh, I, I, I need to see it um, you know, in play uh, and I get it one time. You see, I was like, oh yeah, oh, right. oh yeah. Go- okay, good, great, beautiful. But you, you give it to me as a link and figure this out. I put it on the side because I, I, I it, frustrate the, the, it
0: frustrates
1: the, yeah, so, I, you like? I, and I, and I'm one of those guys who will, cause I'm so persistent. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I just keep going <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, till, till I figure it out. Mm-hmm. But you know, you show me one time I wouldn't have to spend two hours to figure it out.
0: <laughs> so you do believe then that there are different learning styles.
1: Oh, they are indeed. They are. They, you can't. You can't. This is another. That was another thing I was going to lead into with you. So great segue. High five on that one. I did. Bara boom. Bara bang. Bada boom, boom, boom. 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 High five on fist bump and all the good stuff above. Double high five. Triple high five. <laughs> you got to do the octopus high five. All your heads, on your feet, and everything. Octopus high five.
0: <laughs> yes. Continue, Lincoln.
1: Yeah. No, but yeah, the, the, there is... What was the question again from the double I-5?
0: <laughs> Do you think that there are different
1: learning styles? Yes, of course there are. Yeah, yeah. Not, all of us are unique, right? We're all different. So if we're all unique and all different, then obviously there has to be different learning styles, right? You, uh, but that's another thing. Um, that's another challenge my daughter is facing because they have this blanket um learning our 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 teachings in 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 school that she's just not happy with it because they just expect one way for everybody and and it's frustrating the hell out of her right and that's what you find in in our society there's a one blanket thing to to put everybody under let's cover everyone under this blanket and everyone should comply to these rules (laughs) That's how we get resistance, but there, I, there are different I
0: find that stuff. to be really sad because um, I have two older children. Um, one's huh? completed university, and she's going to go back again to do another degree,
1: huh?
0: Huh? and um, my son is currently in university. They all do have different learning styles, and I've yeah. gone into the university, and I've spoken to, um, I don't remember, somebody there. Um, I don't know their. I don't remember their title, but uh-huh. I spoke to them about my children's learning styles. Every single university. Well, I shouldn't say every single university, but every single university should have an accommodation for your child. If they have a different learning style. Yeah. So, um, your daughter should be fine. Everything should not be the same at her school. If she's having issues, if she's a visual learner, if she's an auditory learner, if she's a verbal learner, whatever it is, they should have something to accommodate her.
1: Yeah. Nice. She always complaining about her professors, you know, because yeah, it's but you know, that's it's always, thing. yeah. My
0: kids had to speak to their professors one-on-one so yeah. the professors can understand, look, this does not work for me. Can yeah. you help me out with something that will work for me? Mm. Keep in mind a professor might be teaching a class. Well, of like four hundred students, it's mm. a lot of students, being mm-hmm. up there, you you don't know what's going through four hundred different brains. No, no, right? No. no so no. you actually have to reach out to your professor. <clears throat> Most professors don't know a quarter of the students in their class unless it's a small class yeah. with like 50 right. students, and then yeah. how many classes do they teach in one day? right? Yeah, think yeah. about that. yeah so. It's both ways, the professor and the student. You have to reach out to the professor. You have to explain to the professor, look, I'm struggling with this. This doesn't make sense to me. I can't grasp this. Can you give me some guidance? And then they have teacher assistants that can help out in classes as well. There's so many resources. You've got to take advantage of the resources and not pressure yourself to do it on your own.
1: Yeah, that's that's a thing that I... I I had to, me and her had to establish because at first when she, you know, first her first couple of years, she had fear of dealing with the the professors because it's like, she said, their professors are so standoff. And so the energy's so wrong and they come across so rude. And, you know, so I, I, I kind of like have to nudge and encourage and, you know, I said, hey, keep in mind that, you know, they're there to help you. You're, you're getting paid. Go and talk to them. Go and talk to somebody, you know. Okay, so you
0: Lincoln, know. what I realize is um, a lot of times we look at people, we have no idea what's going on inside of them, right? Yeah. And you and me out, I will be out with you. And I might not want to approach somebody, but because of your playfulness and your energy, you're able to approach this person and start a conversation. Uh-huh. And then everything flows nicely, right? Uh-huh. So, a lot of times we tend to judge people, but we don't uh-huh. really know. Yeah. You're a coach, and seeing as how your daughter is listening to her, listening to you now, I, my advice would be like, what kind of uh, vibes are you giving off, right? Because she uh-huh. sees the professor as being standoffish, uh-huh. like to look at herself and what kind of vibes she's giving off. Because I would just look at somebody and think, okay, they don't want to talk to me. And you would look at them and say, oh, come on, Nicole, let's go approach them. And then you would start the conversation and then everything would work out fine. So it could also be her interfere of approaching the professor and speaking to them. Well,
1: it well could it is, so yeah, because things. because she said in our class sometimes, right? You know, she always she usually talked to me after the class if something wasn't didn't go right. She always it's so aggressive or she's so rude or in the class, right? So it's like they, they, like they establish a, a boundary in the class to say, don't come talk to me because I'm an animal. <laughs> you know, I'm going to eat mm-hmm. your head off, right? Because well, that, that could so, also be so a trick with the professor the
0: just to see how, how brave the kids are, how much they want to learn and how they'll, everything is always like a mind trick or a mind game. I don't like that. But yeah, you're paying all this I, money to go. So exactly. you're going there to learn. If you can't learn, you're having difficulties. There are lots of resources. Reach out to the right department. Reach out to the professor. Get the help you need. You're there to yeah. learn, so don't waste it. That's, Let's that's, go through that's the different learning styles. So mm-hmm. you say you're a visual learner. So that mm-hmm. means you need pictures. You need colors. You need graphs. You need maps. And that's how yeah. you learn.
1: Yeah. What kind of learner is your daughter? Easy. The easy, easy way.
0: Um, Not an easy I, way. That could be really hard for other
1: people.
0: That's an easy way for you, but not for yeah, everybody. Yeah, the easy
1: way for me. Yeah, the easy way for me. That's why I said the easy way, yeah. Um, I was in reference to me, yeah. Okay. But um, yeah, but yeah. The, the, I think she's, a, a, like me, like a visual learner, mm-hmm. you know, to, to sit there and figure out something. Like the other day, she a couple of days ago, she had this math problem and she's really bright. She's like really good at math. You know, she's an A student in math. She spent hours on it and can't figure it out. So I said, call somebody. She said, yeah, I out to a whole bunch of people, but nobody can't figure it out and help me either. So, um, but if she's shown once like me, that's it. Just show her and she's, she's good to go. You know, so okay. she's a visual, she's a so visual she's learner. She's
0: visual, so you have to show and apply or just show?
1: Just, just show her how to do it and she go and do it okay right you can show and apply that's me too you can show and apply and and but you can just show me and how to apply it while you're showing me and then i'll get it oh okay so So this going this hole and that goes in that hole and that goes there okay great good perfect
0: okay Okay. yeah so that's a visual learner yeah um hmm, what about an oral learner
1: uh, what is an oral learner? I'm not looking about it. What is what an oral learner? Is someone who tell you things, right? Like me and you talking and I can tell you how to do something. Yeah, you auditory. know, bake a cake, Nicola. You listen. Yeah, audit. Like listening yeah, to you, podcasts. You listen. listening. Exactly. Yeah. I think everyone have, have all the learning styles, but they have a dominant learning style. Like for an example, I can listen to a, um, a podcast and here's, some, here, you know, here's something that's good. And I would take that one thing and then I'll go, well, now, how do I apply this? Right. Because that's what, and then I could expand in it. Right. Um, but, but yeah, I, I think a, an auditory learner is, is someone who listens. Yeah. Right? Well,
0: it is. Isn't it? You don't think it is somebody who listens. Okay. Yeah. So um, I actually do see where you are an auditory learner. You do learn a lot. Not a lot. Like I, when I, I when we're doing the podcast and I explain something and I say it, you listen. That's an auditory learner. And you're like, oh, wow, this makes sense. Pay attention to it. Pay yeah, but, I, but it. I have to write it also, down.
1: I have to write that down to remember it, right? That's All right, yeah. we're going to get to that part, yeah. too.
0: Um, there's also, um, like, when I did my hypnosis course uh-huh. and... Um, and my NLP course, that's when I learned about all the different ways of learning. Mm. Because for visual learners, we have to use visual words. Yeah. So if we're not writing down, uh-huh. we have to be able to use the words that visual learners can see, they can recognize. Uh-huh. You, you, can, you can tell if a person is a visual learner uh-huh. by asking them some questions and listening to the way they speak. Uh-huh. So if somebody says, um, if I say, Lincoln, uh, describe something to me, right? And you're like, oh, when I look at it, when I see, this is what I see. When people use those words, you know automatically they're visual learners, Uh right? So Uh just just have a simple conversation with your daughter. Ask her certain questions and you can tell what kind of learner she is. I've done it with Uh all my kids too, Uh right? Uh How they explain things. know what's going on in their brain how it's working if they're visual learners if they're auditory learners kinesthetic learners okay so um they're also verbal learners so that's like a linguistic learner um my older daughter was so she didn't like to read it was hard for her to read and pronounce words right however if you read something to her auditory um She could verbalize it for you perfectly, break it down, really explain it. Yes. Yeah. So she had a test and she had to look at it and read it. Sometimes that was hard for her, but if the teacher read the questions to her Uh and she responded, oh yeah, she would get perfect because she actually knew how to explain it. Really, really good at explaining and breaking things down. So Uh with my younger kids, if I can't explain things or I can't find the words. She just comes in and she explains it to them and all is well. I love that, right? Yeah. There's also the physical, which is the kinesthetic learner. Mm -hmm. My son, he's a kinesthetic learner. My older son, Mm -hmm. so I'll never forget. He was in grade eight. He was in the French class. And the teacher told me this. Your son, he got up in the middle of French class. He emptied out his backpack and everything in his desk, and he organized his desk. Now, if a child is doing that in class, most teachers will get frustrated. She says, I noticed that he's a kinesthetic learner. He can't sit still for too long, and he has to move. So what did she do? She incorporated him in the lesson for the day. So they spoke in French about every single thing he was doing, and that was the lesson, because he cannot. And that's where we had him in so many activities, sports, movement, because that's how he expresses himself, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. And he can't sit too long because his brain just shuts down. So um, there are some learners that we sometimes we think kids can't learn or they're having a hard time. They have a learning disability, but if you go to the right person, get the right help, you can see that, uh, you know what, your child is fine. Your yeah. child just maybe needs to um, read for 20 minutes and uh-huh. take a break uh-huh. because kids, they get stressed. So many things are happening now and it's hard for them to focus, right? Uh-huh. We all have different learning styles. Uh-huh. So my son, he went to an athletic high school, which was perfect for him because he was always moving. Uh-huh. He was always on honor roll because he's always been a straight A student, but he was uh-huh. always, always, always moving. My younger daughter now she's going to be going to the same school again. She 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 she's um a logical learner, uh-huh. right? I, I would say your daughter is too because you mentioned math and how she likes to break things down and uh, uh-huh. go over it. Uh-huh. Um, your daughter's probably a logical learner and a visual learner. Uh-huh. You, I would say that you're an auditory learner and a visual learner. I think you've really well along those lines. And then there are some people who are social learners. Have you ever heard of that? No. Social learners are people who learn in groups. They do better in groups. They okay. like to have the pe- people around them. They like to have um, friends around them. That uh-huh. encourages them, and that's how they learn. Hmm. And they're also solitary learners. My husband is a solitary learner. He's a person, he likes to learn things on his own, do things on his own. Really? So Yeah, so when you you talk about people, um, some people don't believe that there are learning styles, other people do. It depends on what works for you and what doesn't work for you. Mm -hmm. But when you talk about people learning too much, um, not applying what they're learning, you've got to go deeper than that. You've got to figure out what kind of learner they are they? Why are they not applying what they're learning? What is missing here?
1: Yeah, but the, the key is also is that um, why are you attempting to learn these things in the format that you're learning in if you know it's not helping you?
0: Do they know it's not helping them? Until, sure at the beginning or at the end?
1: Sure, they do. Like um, they, a, lot, a lot of people develop the habits, these habits, for an example of, um, let's use read-to-read, read, just read-to-read. Read. It becomes a habit because I, I've, I've been doing it for 10 years. It's just a habit, right? And so they have stacks and piles and piles of books and all of that stuff. And then you would ask, well, you know, they know a lot of information. How, is this, how has this been helping you? And they can't explain how it's been helping them, right? So it's like um, a lot of people develop habits around things that is not useful to them. It is not helping them. Just knowing a whole bunch of shit is not good enough, right? It just means you know a whole bunch of shit. How is it helping Why anyone I don't around? agree with you on that. No, it so is because I know is, so this, many is this helping, is this stuff helping? Is this how this stuff helping you or, or helping people around you?
0: No, it's right? helping you. Okay, so for people's mental health, mm. some people just need to get a book, lie down and read
1: that book, get lost in the book, be out That's of this
0: a, world, be in a completely different world. How
1: much mental health can you can you need? Right? You know? What do you so mean? it's well, yeah. It, I can imagine. I can. I you know. For me, I could read one book and reread it 10 times.
0: It's not about you, Lincoln. Everything's not about you. You always say, for me. No, I'm just
1: telling you. you. I'm just telling you, right? How much mental health, you know, how bad is your mental health, right? You know, how much stress do you have in your life?
0: Um, How how often
1: do you need to sit down to just read a book to read, right? I'd read a book to read sometimes, but I don't do it all the time. I read a book to help.
0: Okay. Let me go back to childhood, okay? Mm. When... Um, children are small what do parents do to do with them when they're young they read to them they read to them at bedtime it's a very comforting if you have mental health issues and you're struggling your parents are not around what can you do you can get a book you can read it's reminiscent of something that you've experienced in the past that's extremely comforting Mm -hmm.
1: that's good too yeah of course i'm not saying that's bad
0: I'm not I'm saying that you're saying like why read so much you read to learn your people if you're not learning you're dying think about
1: it that way most people don't this is what I'm saying most people don't read to learn most people uh, night how much I percentage of understand how you could read was, and not learn you there learn was something at
0: least one thing while you're reading um, if there you're, was that's if you're a reader
1: yeah, but if learning is an application and you're just reading and not applying, then you ain't learning. Okay. So there, is a, there, was, there was something, um, a study done that, that, um, in America. I, I forgot the percentage of Americans that read a book, but how many books are sold in America? They've done um, uh, this survey to find out how many books, how many Americans read, and how many books is written and how many books is in the stores and how many books are being sold and all that stuff. And it's a very tiny percentage of Americans that read, right? So you go out on the street and you'll ask people questions about that. And they're like, what? Oh, uh, mm, right? And, and some of these people will, especially nowadays, have the internet at their fingertips and they will be on it all day, but they're not learning anything. And they're not reading They're not applying anything to their lives. Right? Or if they're le- or if they read something, they're not applying it. Right. So it's 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 um I, I do believe that um okay. there you can get to a point where learning become an obstacle instead of something that you know that helps you if you're not applying and seeing the results from your learning. I do,
0: I do believe I do learning can become an obstacle. It depends yeah. on which
1: lens you're looking at it from right mm-hmm. for 100%. an example that you know we have um attention spot span, attention span involved in that stuff right you know how much people attention span these days is like zero <laughs> you know i'm talking to you they're listening to the podcast and they're playing the radio at the same time you know, because they can't focus right there's attention span so some people will, will, will sit down on the internet and read all kinds of stuff, but it's not registering anywhere, right? So I think the idea is to narrow down purpose, get into purpose learning, like purpose action, purpose learning, where you, can, you need certain information um, to help you in certain areas or in something that you're doing, and you go and you learn that, and then now you take that information and go and apply it, right? And so that becomes a purpose learning, and you don't stop applying it until you see it works, because, you know, you apply it once or twice and it didn't work, and then you throw it on the shelf. No, it doesn't work that way. (laughs) There's no... You know, they're, they're, it, it might, work to, might not work today, but don't, you know, who knows that if it's not going to work tomorrow. So you apply it until you see it works. You adjust it until you see it works. So those are purpose learning. Why you look like you're picking myself? Purpose learning, right? Just like purpose action, purpose learning. I believe okay. that's, that's more... So around,
0: purposeful learning... Is just like how I ask at the beginning, what are your intentions? Mm-hmm. Right? And I think our audience understands that because it's a question we ask every week. And Lincoln, mm-hmm. what's your intention for this podcast? Yeah. Nicola, what's your intention for this podcast? I mm-hmm. think our audience has learn now in anything they're doing, ask themselves, what is my intention? What is my purpose for doing this?
1: There's something I'm reading here that talks about um, learning and sleeping also, Mm -hmm. right? Oh, it's important to, because it link to memories, right? um, Sleeping linked to memory, right? Yes, definitely. So if you're learning something, you're not sleeping, you're not resting, that's another thing with college students, because my daughter has experienced this. I I helped her in the last um, uh, year or so. to to get over that. You, you know, sleeping six hours a day, five hours a night, and studying 18 hours, you know, and I'm like, that's not gonna work for you. You know, I'm gonna you, have you, to
0: interrupt you there. Mm. There are lots of studies done on that. Mm-hmm. When you're in university, when you're at that age between I think 17 and 25, mm-hmm. those are the years where you get the least amount of sleep. Uh-huh. your brain is actually okay with that four hours, that five hours. It doesn't. Uh-huh. It's a really young brain, uh-huh. right? The thing is, if she continues this behavior like in her 30s and 40s, that's when um, things will start going downhill. Right?
1: But this is but the detriment to that.
0: At this age, she's fine to do that. You can speak to any doctor. And they'll explain to you, unless she has some underlying issues, other issues, but most no. university students, they're good on five hours, four hours sleep and going.
1: No, because, because there's another study on the end of that that talks about the stress factor that's linked to that, right? And all the, 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 the negatives that's linked to that. So, so yeah, it's, it's fine on one end of it. But on the other end, there are frustration, there are stress, there are there are um, all kinds of stuff that is taking place. And also, what is even more dangerous is is to you're cementing that behavior for a lifetime, more dangerous because once you have that behavior implanted in your neurosystem, neuro it's very difficult to change. Extremely difficult to change later on. So it's um you know, you get five, six years of that, you know, and that's behavior is in your system. Yeah, you can, this is just how you operate. behavior
0: is normally in your system for like the first two years of university. After that, things change. You've been to university. You've been to college. No, you know they, what it's
1: they, like. no, no, no. She's. I'm telling you, she it it. She's the been there now three years. Change.
0: Not everybody change. and A lot of students they forever need guidance. There are children yeah. you need to guide them and help them out, but. Yeah. And coach them in every But sleep.
1: anyways, they, yeah. The, the, the key is, is that get your rest. Um, sleep is important. Apply, apply what you're learning. I need to listen to myself with that part. Um, <laughs> the the yes, rest part. Can practice what you preach. Practice what I preach, what I'm preaching. Yeah. But apply your learning and try purpose learning. Attempt to to do that you know you need some information about something go look it up don't don't look up the whole thing but look up what you need and then take that bit and go apply it and if you need a little bit more go take a little bit because you only can apply a little bit at a time um another thing i think people um i think small steps small but significant steps are underrated um, I want to do Piggy something steps. on we that. We talk
0: about that all the time. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's, it's very underrated. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, because everybody think big, gigantic, right. You know, so we think we need to take leaps and bounds and massive action. Yep. People, people, small steps are underrated. So bite size is the best way. Right. Purpose learning. So try that on for size. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> you say purpose learning. I just have a I'm still trying to wrap my head around that because I'd say purposeful learning or learning, learn it, on learning, learning purpose.
1: on purpose, learning yes. on purpose. What's so it's purpose learning, like purpose action. Yeah. Take an action. And purposeful. Purpose. Okay. Yeah. So purpose, Lincoln. purposeful, same thing, tomato, tomato. <laughs> Lincoln, <laughs> yes. What is today's sweetener? Well, today's sweetener for me is, um, is, is that piece I just said, purpose learning, you know, take that bit, out of all of what we said, I think that is um, one of the keys. The second part is get your rest. Get your rest because you can absorb more of the information that you're learning when you're resting, right? And when you, when, it, these are for the workers, um, uh, the, 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 the people who go to workshops and take classes and all. When you're in a workshop, please don't take notes on everything, take notes on what speaks to you and then take that and go use it. Purpose learning. Do not just take notes on the whole shebang because guess what? You're going to miss the parts what speak to you. And there are only a small percentage that's going to speak to you. The the whole thing is not going to speak to you. Something that makes you jump out of your seat and goes, yeah, ooh, I like that. That's great. That speaks to you. You take that, expand on it, apply it, and you'll be amazed. Small steps, don't underrate small steps, okay? It's very powerful. Purpose learning.
0: Yes. (laughs) So I should have mentioned this before. Uh, When I was younger, I think I mentioned it in one of the other podcasts. you still I, I struggled with reading. Uh-huh. And in school, I had a tutor, and she would come and she would sit with me every single day, uh-huh. and she would help me with reading. Nice. Um, and then one summer in grade five, uh-huh. my aunt in the U.S. she sent a box of books, and I spent the sent a box of books over to Canada for me to read. Uh-huh. Uh, she worked for a publishing company, so she got them really cheap.
1: Really, I spent the she still entire do.
0: Entire summer reading. She's retired uh-huh. now entire summer reading all the books. It was like over a hundred books that she sent me. Really? It was just, yeah. When I went back to school, my reading improved and
1: Mm -hmm. it was
0: so easy for me to understand a lot of things that the teachers were teaching. Mm -hmm. So the sweetener for today for me is, I will just recap some of the things Lincoln said because I do agree with them. Purposeful learning is important. Getting enough sleep is important researching if you realize that you're having problems learning you may have heard negative criticisms in the past saying that you're stupid you can't do it uh, your brain is broken it doesn't function properly don't believe any of those um. know within yourself that if you want to do it you can so research google is everybody's number one <laughs> and favorite search engine yeah google Find out what kind of learner you are. You've got to be able to help yourself. You can't always depend on somebody else, right? Uh Find out what kind of learner you are. You could be a visual learner. You might have to color code your notes, write Uh them in pink, purple, different colors. So that might work better for your brain, your understanding and retaining the information. Uh You might work better with maps. You might work better with graphs. Figure Mm -hmm. out what kind of learners you are. You might work better with pictures. You might work better with watching a movie. So Mm -hmm. um, find out what kind of learner you are. You might be an oral learner, right? Um, Listening, auditory. So you might learn better by just listening to a podcast, listening to an audio book, just listening to people in general. Like Instead Mm -hmm. of watching TV, listening to it. That could be the way you learn. Mm -hmm. You may be a verbal learner. You might realize that you're really, really good at articulating, explaining stuff, but you're not really good at writing things down. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's something you might wanna discuss with your employer, discuss with um, your your teacher, Mm -hmm. discuss with your family, if that's what you realize that I'm really, really good at explaining, but I'm not good at writing. Um, You might be a physical learner, a kinesthetic learner. You Uh have to move. So you could be at work, could be at your laptop reading everything, and then all of a sudden you feel drained. Guess what? You need to get up. You need to walk around the office. You need to move and then come back. Take a break because we are all different, right? And our body was not meant to just sit there in one place. You could be a logical learner. Math might be your thing. You may just be focused on numbers. Mm-hmm. You may not like reading, but math might trigger everything within you. Mm-hmm. So math might just be your thing. You may realize that, you know what? You're a social learner. So you learn better when you're in groups, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so you might want to join different groups to help you learn because that's how you learn. Or you might just be a solitary learner Learns best on your own. You don't want any interruptions. You want to be by yourself. Mm -hmm. However, you don't only have to be one type of learner. You could be a bit of all of these, but Mm -hmm. find which ones work for you in which situations. Yeah. I know that I'm a visual learner. Mm I am an auditory learner. I'm a kinesthetic learner. I'm all of these in one Mm -hmm. based on what I'm learning and what I'm doing and what information Mm -hmm. I want to get. Mm. So that is my sweetener today And get sleep Sleep is extremely, extremely, extremely important mm. I notice a difference in my body When I, um, I get more sleep It's so funny I don't have the book I was reading this book yesterday And there was a passage in it That I wanted to end our podcast with I had, mm. the, had it bookmarked and everything But it's okay I will leave it I will let it go And though, um, though, That's my takeaway for the sweetener for this week
1: and they could find all of this information at Google University, right? That's right. That's okay. another university. My daughter
0: says she goes to Google University.
1: Exactly.
0: And Lincoln, next week we will be discussing J. Edgar Hoover and oh. his hatred towards yeah. Black people. That's
1: going to be interesting. Nice. Yeah. Okay. We so, have a guest next week too, right?
0: Yes, yes. Yeah, we'll nice. see if she's available still, yeah. And he will discuss this with us. It's our financial advisor, Roger Grapp, right? Nice. So he will, sure. will, you can touch base with him and see mm. if he's still available but, um, or send him a reminder. So Indeed. on that note, please subscribe to the Lemonade Lounge podcast. Email us at info at to be on our show. And uh, thanks for making lemonade with us this week. Be good to yourself. Be grateful for all that you have and give thanks because you do have a lot.
1: Give me that cold, Kate. <laughs> have a good Monday caller. Happy right. Happy Monday. All right. Bye bye.